Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? We're your hosts, David and Travis Ware of the UCLA Men's Basketball Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. We'll be covering a few things today, including UCLA's loss to USC, some of our conference award winners, and a look ahead to the Pac-12 tournament going on later this week. First off, let's congratulate some of our award winners from the Pac-12 this year. We got Coach Cronin winning Coach of the Year, much deserved. Um, I think it was without question taking over a program uh, in his first year with with none of his recruits there, um, battling through the adversity early on in the season. I think he showed uh, great fortitude in leading the Bruins to almost a first-place conference finish. We also got Chris Smith, who... Uh, finished first team all Pac-12 as well as most improved player. We saw him make uh, tremendous strides throughout the year and really start solidifying himself as the player that he's capable of being. We have Jaime, who was uh, honorable mention for all freshman team, and as well as Jalen Hill for honorable mention for uh, all defensive team. So quite a few Bruins collecting the accolades this year, um, much deserved, and, and it's always nice to see. Yeah, so congratulations to those guys. Um, it was a hard-fought year, and they definitely battled through some adversity, so it's well-deserved. But uh, moving on to, uh, unfortunately, our loss against the USC Trojans on Saturday. Um, it was a very exciting game. You know, a lot of missed shots, but the game was within five points pretty much it's in its entirety um, until the Bruins took a lead with about nine seconds left, and unfortunately Jordan, Jonah Matthews hit a go-ahead three-point shot with one second remaining. I think, you know, when I watched that game, it, it definitely was playing into our favor. Uh, it was a low-scoring game. Uh, it was a defensive game. Yeah, it's the first game that the UCLA Bruins have lost all season where the opposing team has scored less than 73. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. They I were 18-1. and one. It just so happened we had a really bad shooting night. Uh, we shot 31 uh, percent from the field, 33 percent from the three-point line. I mean, we had two guys in double figures, and, and Chris Smith, who made some big shots down the stretch for us, as well as Cody Riley. Um, Cody Riley came up clutch and knocked down two free throws mm-hmm. um, in crunch time to put us ahead. Exactly, and I, I felt down the stretch, I almost felt pretty. I felt pretty confident because we had been doing so well uh, throughout our our winning streak of. Kind of being down with five minutes left or so, but and finding out a way. To, but, but yeah, finding a way to win and battling back and securing a win in the end. It just so happens that you know what, a big time player made a big time shot. Um, you know, it was a senior night. Congrats to him. But it, that that one hurts for sure because if we win that game, we're we're sharing a piece of the title with Oregon. You know, yeah. Um, we were on the the, the good end of that. Last week against the Arizona schools with Jaime and Tiger both hitting clutch shot, uh, shots in the remaining seconds of their games. And it doesn't feel so good to be on the receiving end. No, um, not at all. And I think especially against your crosstown rival. Nonetheless, I think these Bruins uh, deserve a huge congrats on their great conference play. I mean, it, it, from Starting where they were. Starting one from, and three, mm-hmm. and then to finish second. In the standings, um, it's pretty impressive. And then being in first place uh, throughout the last couple of weeks, yeah. Uh, yeah, no doubt it's very impressive. And just to see the guys 
start to come along and really buy into the system. That was great. I think they started gaining a lot of confidence, uh, making shots, shooting shots, trusting one another, trusting the coaching staff. You saw it really start to come together as a team, and I think that's something that's going to hopefully carry over into the Pac-12 tournament. Yeah, the Bruins have gone 11-3, and um, having open conference at 1-3. and So... uh, Impressive, the, impressive to yeah, say the that least. That speaks for itself. So the Bruins definitely are a very hot team heading into the Pac-12 tournament. Um, so let's move on to the Pac-12 tournament and you know what we think that we're going to see and what we can anticipate happening to the Bruins. It's going to be a, it's going to be an awesome tournament. I think you know this could arguably be one of the better 12 seeds that we've seen in the tournament. I mean, granted, they. What do you ha- mean by 12 seeds? The tw- the twelfth seed is is Washington. Oh, okay, okay. And as talented as they are, and as dangerous as they are, I mean, this is a team that was in the top twenty five to start off the year yeah. uh, before losing their point guard. A this lot is a of te- uh, and a lot of people had them actually, you know, projected elite eight. Kind yeah, of and this is a team that was picked to also win the Pac twelve as well. Um, tons of potential. They not a team you want to see in the first round, and I, who are they matched up against? I have it here. They're against Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. who they just they beat. Just beat. Yeah. See, this is what I mean by a talented, really difficult 12th seed because throughout the year, throughout the Pac-12 conference play, they were winning the majority of those games, and youth really just got to them in the end, and they relinquished their uh, lead and ended up losing the games. But we saw what they're capable of doing going down to Arizona, uh, beating Arizona State, beating Arizona, uh, and, and sweeping the Arizona schools. That is, that, that's the level they're capable of playing at with the talent that they have. And it's scary to think that as a 12 seed, they're coming into this tournament with that kind of momentum. They could very easily be a team that's in the finals of the Pac-12 tournament. Yeah, I see, realistically, I see six teams capable of winning with them being one. Uh, Well, it's tough because, yeah, okay, I thought you meant six teams potentially getting in the NCAA tournament. No, I think think there's going to be about four to five packs. We only have one team in the top 25 right now, and that's that's, uh, Oregon. I I still believe that there's going to be four or five Pac-12 teams that end up in the NCAA tournament. Arizona's in dangerous territory right now. Of falling, I don't think they're in dangerous territory of falling out of the Pac-12 or the NCAA tournament. You don't think so? I think that they they went on a bit of a skid there. They lost to I think they that lost they, to, they lost to SC. They lost to UCLA. Okay, but their net rating is about is like eleven. Okay, so that's going to help them out. Um, even if they lose to Washington their first game in the Pac-12 tournament, I still believe that they get in the NCAA tournament. Okay. Um, other than that, I, I think that other teams that have a chance, obviously UCLA, um, USC, Colorado, Oregon, um, Arizona, Arizona State. State. Yeah, those are those are all teams I think are, that are capable of going on a little run. I think because of the loss that we had against SC this past weekend, I think we do – in order to solidify our spot in the NCAA tournament, we need to win a couple games in the Pac-12 tournament. I think we need to win at least two. That would, yeah, to to solidify our spot. And I would, I don't want it to come down to a last four in type of type of situation. So, um, I'm I am confident though the way the Bruins have been playing as of late. They played well. I mean, they played well against SC despite not shooting 
uh, the ball well. They still held that team to 54 points, and they do have pre- a lot of dynamic scores, mm-hmm. um, you know, with those guards, and as well as Okongu, who had a, a pretty monster game. You see why he's projected to be a top 10 pick with his athleticism and, and playmaking ability around the rim. Um, Let's like move on a little bit. We're either going to play Stanford or Cal. Um, that game is slated for Thursday at 6 p.m. at T-Mobile Arena. Um, let's kind of uh, remember what happened in those two games in the season. And we split. We split the Bay Area schools where we beat Cal by 10, and we lost to Stanford by. Um, 15. The, the, the Cal game was pretty brutal because, again, it was a super low-scoring game. This, the, really grinded out. But Yeah, I'd like to remind you, this was um, one, of our, one of our first four games yeah. in the Pac-12 conference when we started uh, one and three where we you know, weren't playing anywhere near where we were capable of playing and where we're, not, where we're playing right now. You know, it's a completely different team. So I think we'll fare well against either of those schools. I think we've seen Stanford kind of taper off a little bit compared to where they started. They were one of the hottest teams, uh, not only in the Pac-12 when we played them, but also in the country. They were about to break into the top 25, uh, playing at a really high level. Uh, again, this is a team that is is very capable of making a deep run. I'm talking about Stanford into the Pac-12 tournament because they do have some very good players. They're well coached. Uh, last time we played Stanford, we couldn't contain Terry. He had Tyro Terry had one thirty. He had one of his yeah. He, I think he had his uh, highest scoring game of his career the first time we played. Uh, he kind of did whatever he wanted. He was getting into the lane. He was making tough, difficult three-point shots. Defensively, we didn't look good. I think we gave up seventy-five plus points that game. Um, we it was a game where. It wasn't. It was uncharacteristic of a coach Cronin coached team for us to play that poorly defensively and not be engaged. I felt like we were flat. Uh, our energy wasn't there, and I don't expect that in this game just, if we potentially. It play looked Stanford. like our guys weren't really locked into the game plan and containing Terry. This, I felt like we were still figuring it out. I think once the guys really understood what our identity was going to be on defense and uh, buckled down, they realized that that was starting to lead to better and more efficient offense. And we saw uh, the Bruins really catch our stride throughout that the rest of Pac-12 play after that. We saw a lot more uh, transition buckets. We saw us holding teams to under 60 points a game. And, and we saw more efficient offense and, and better shooting. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. And going 11 and three down the stretch after starting uh, one and three, I can't say it enough how impressive that is in a in a conference that will probably get four or five teams in the NCAA tournament. Who else do you think going into the Pac-12 tournament uh, are some teams we have to be weary of, and some teams that are capable of making deep runs? I mean, obviously Oregon. I mean, they're the number one seed, the conference champions, um, sitting number 13 currently in the in the country. Uh, yeah, play, they're very well player rounded. of the player of the year on play, yeah exactly Pritchard is kind of I think they're very susceptible though to having a a, a difficult night potentially if Pritchard plays poorly yeah I think when Pritchard when Pritchard has a, a poor night they really struggle offensively um, so this is a team that you know we could see them get get tossed relatively early on but again they're they're well coached. Uh, they have upperclassmen. They have really good leaders. Uh, they're all they're, they're no matter what. I don't see them losing by double digits. They're, they're always going to be a team that's going to come down to the wire against. Um, 
I would be I would be I would be shocked if Oregon got bounced out before the finals. Yeah, they're gonna have to play either or the winner of Utah, um, Oregon State, uh, both teams that they beat during the regular season. Um, I see them potentially coming up against either Arizona or USC in the semifinal. Uh, I think Arizona, uh, Washington doesn't make it past at least past USC. They could get past Arizona in their first round matchup. You think SC beats Washington? I do. I do. I think USC is just you know more well rounded and deeper. Yeah, I mean we saw that against when we played them. I think they have three guards that are capable of going off for you know 15, 20 points, and then they obviously. Have I like a the great... big the big O Stu- and and Stewart matchup down low. I really like. I'd like to see that matchup um, in in the tournament. I think. I think but the thing is, it, because it is a a tournament play now. I mean anything can happen, and the fact that Washington plays a zone and it's going to force SC to take a lot of outside shots. You know, this is a team who shot it poorly against us uh, this past weekend. If they do that, and Washington hits a couple big shots, they're more than they're more than capable of okay. beating a USC team. Hypothetically speaking, if we get past Stanford or Cal and move on to the the semis, um, I see us playing Arizona State. Arizona State. So you think that I see Colorado beating Washington State, and then you think Arizona State will beat Colorado? I think so. I okay. think Arizona State has. Arizona State scares me because they have a lot of playmakers. Um, Co- you know, Coach Hurley was another guy that was in Coach of the Year contention. Um, and, and Remy Martin is a big-time player for them who's capable of making big plays and scoring. We saw them, you know, both times we played him this year, he scored 20-plus points a game, or 20-plus points in both yeah. those games. Remy Martin's definitely a guy that could get like the MVP of this tournament. Yeah, they're scary because of the way, because of what he's capable of doing. Yeah. Um, And then they got some, they play really hard. So they're they're, That's a difficult matchup for us. Uh, We obviously beat them as at a last second, you know, by a big shot by Jaime last time we played. All right. Well, that'll do it for today's uh, episode. We hope you all enjoyed. Um, Again, the Pac-12 tournament will start on Wednesday and will conclude on Saturday. Um, Should be very entertaining. I, Fully expect our Bruins to be in the championship game um, against Oregon, um, the one and two seeds going at it. Again, I'd like to congratulate all our Pac-12 uh, winners uh, in our individual categories, Coach McCronin and uh, Chris Smith, Jaime, and Jalen Hill. Uh, congratulations, you guys. Everyone tune in to watch the Bruins compete for a Pac-12 tournament championship as well as securing their bid for the NC2A tournament. The Bruins kick off Pac-12 tournament play on Thursday at 6 p.m. and will take on either Cal or Stanford. And as always, go Bruins. Go Bruins. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.